Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello, hello. Callan Barrett on the video, Callan Man. <laughs> yes. Midwest Muscle People Be Real Talk in your eardrums and earlobes, maybe. Maybe in your earlobes. You never know. You never know. Saving it for later. Saving it for a snack. You never know. Oh, my. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> this program is sponsored by People Be Muscle, the number one drug-free <laughs> foundation in all of the world. In all of the world. All of it, all including of it. Greece. <laughs> hey, 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 it's the word. Anywho, if you are looking. For a solid foundation and a vehicle to draw gauge like what is right. <laughs> like a Mack truck to ice cream, sugar. Snickered. <laughs> Sprinkled. Chocolate Y. Snickerdoodle. Yeah. I like it. Just the sprinkles. But anyway. Check us out at payforpeepmuscle.com. And now, let us chit-chat with the banter. Hello, Desiree. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Caitlin Patterson. You know what I'm struck with um, today while we are going Someone through our you? opening as we already do? No, no. No one hit me. No one hit me. A thought hit me. A thought hit me in oh. my head between the running lights there. That's what that's what's going on there. But uh, it's it's funny to me how the opening has morphed um, since we started. Because when we first started, we used to just do our opening like straight, like you, you know, P for P real talk, number one drug free sponsorship in the world. If you're looking for a solid foundation, and then I don't know how it happened, but then somewhere the Mack truck through ice cream jumped in there and became a thing. Uh-huh. Right, and and now, yes. and now it's a thing with sprinkles in a in a vampire voice. It used to be just straight Australian, but now I feel like it's kind of like a Celtic Australian vampire voice that we like consistently have going on here. And so you know, just this little simple promo spot has just totally taken on a life of its own and I you know for for one I'm kind of curious to see where it's going to go in the future (laughs) because I I really don't know if you're trying to get inside my head you'll be lost for years so don't even try it (laughs) oh shoot shoot all right so let's Let's move on with it. And I don't know, is there anything we need to address from Tuesday's show? Because Tuesday's show, it was kind of a, it was kind of a charged show. It was kind of a tougher show. So I just want to make sure we're not glossing over anything before we move on. Uh, no, uh, we'll probably have uh, another version of that. So we'll save it for that when uh, when that comes up. Uh, very charged, very heated. Uh, we stepped on a lot of toes. And a lot of people are challenging, uh, I guess, my, my way of thinking. 
And it, it, it you know, usually shows like that do get uh, personal towards the people that are speaking. It's better to attack the person than the understanding or the facts that go with it. So it's better to shut down the person than to shut down the truth because that's impossible. So you know, I'll just leave it at that, and uh, we'll get we'll get into today. All right. And uh, you guys can always go check out the archives if you have no idea what we're talking about. What was Tuesday's date, by the way? Was that the 16th? Was that July 16th? I don't even know what today is. What is it? Oh, my goodness. Today is the 18th, so it had to be the 16th. <laughs> All right. There you go. Look for July 16th. Take a listen, and you will be caught up to speed. And be now, ready. Say that. <laughs> be ready. Be ready. But also be ready for tonight. And I am yeah. going to ask Kalen of the O'Kellen clan, Patterson, to go ahead and do the intro because he can pronounce the last name of our guest so much better than oh, I no, can. And no, so I'm just going to say Dr. Peter. Yep. And then go for it, Kalen. Go for it. Go for the full Go for the full name intro. You can do it. The full Is that it? <laughs> I didn't hear it. No, let's hear it. First title, first name, last name. Scott. I'm trying. <laughs> I might have put. You're trying. You're trying. Me under the bus. I wasn't throwing yeah, you good. under the bus. I was giving you props for being able to no. say it, but then here I still said that was it. Set up and a half. That was a setup and a half. If, if you'd only put me in front of a firing squad after digging through a tunnel, it would have been worse. But in, anyway. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh, you poor thing. Oh, is it that high down and that fried your brain? Come on. Save it. Well, evidently, and and you still haven't said it while you are over there trying to act victimized. But I'm going to move us. I'm going to move us along. I I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Ugh, goodness. Boy, bring the heat out and she brings the heat on. And you know what? And we're turning Kalen Patterson off for a moment while he's carrying on over there. So, Dr. Peter Chahansky, I know you've been with us before, but why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to the uh, rest of our listeners so we can get on with our update about your latest international performance in Greece. Yeah, that's right. Uh, thank you for that uh, introduction. Thank you, Kalen. <laughs> um, I... Um, yeah, uh, my name's Dr. Peter Chahansky, and I was I, I was with you guys back in May, and we spoke, and I was uh, getting ready to compete in the World Championships in Greece uh, just last month on June 8th, and I know we got into a lot of uh, different discussions about lots of things, and we didn't really talk too much about Greece, but I um, guess we'll get a good chance to do that today and do a, a recap of, of, of the competition, but, you know, I just... Um, I'm, I'm interested in Tuesday's show, though, so I, I've got to go back and listen to that, apparently. So that yeah, that was a good setup, you guys. That was um, – it, it makes us all curious. I didn't get a chance. I was, yeah. I was celebrating my, my 57th birthday um, over in Coronado Island uh, Tuesday and yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to listen to Tuesday's show, but um, I will now. And um, Awesome. Well, so, happy belated birthday. Well, thanks. Yeah, thanks. It was uh, as I as I said in the last show. I've been I did my first competition in 1981, 
and um, it was an ANBC show, and that uh, has led me to be competing uh, at least over the last four decades, and I'm um, still competing. And just like I said, my latest rendition was the World Championships. Uh, I am a 57-year-old now, uh, PNBA, professional natural bodybuilder, and I've been competing with the INBA, PNBA probably since 2001. I think I did my first show with them. But uh, this was um, a, a great international trip, and they only had an open professional division, which, you know, being 56, 57 now, I, I, I'm used to competing in the Master Pro or Grandmaster Pro. So, you know, I I took this uh, challenge as an opportunity to stand on stage with some of the best of the best professional natural bodybuildings, uh, bodybuilders that were at the world championships and, you know, just um, embraced it. And it was, um, you know, it was a career highlight for me because it was just great to be on stage with those, uh, those giants, both uh, literally, uh, if you guys know who Christopher Okach is uh, from Kenya, uh, he made me, he made me look like I have some pictures standing next to him. I, I now know what um, an Oscar that a, an Academy Award uh, actor wins feels like, because I felt like Christopher Catch's Oscar, if you could see this picture of him and I together, because it was great. So oh. um, we got to see it now. We definitely got to oh, see it soon. Oh, you've got to see it. it. It became kind of the picture of the, uh, of the show when I posted it on Instagram. It, uh, it, it's really hilarious, but, but it does, portray it you know from a bodybuilding standpoint that we all come in different shapes and sizes and you know we're bodybuilders so he's uh i think he's about six five or six six and probably oh he probably had a hundred pounds on me but we're there doing a lat spread and you know if you're looking at arnold and franco or if it was arnold and and, and danny padilla way back in the days or any of those guys you know they're both bodybuilders, so they, you know, you're 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 judging and evaluating from from you know a perspective of balance and symmetry and muscle separation and conditioning. So, you know, from that aspect, I felt very comfortable uh, on stage and um, made really great friends with uh, with all of those open professionals. Yeah, um, I. I'm telling you, I, I I had that feeling when I stood on stage with Sammy Sisk, and then and I've uh, I, I'm not ashamed to say that that's uh, it, when you're humbled that well, you can always go into the gym and work a little bit harder. And I was yeah. just talking about this today, where you know there's your best, and then there's the best, and many of us confuse that many times in competitions. And uh, there was a thread that has been going about, you know, you versus you and then stepping uh-huh. on stage and you versus the competition. And I think we confuse that and try to get that easy way out when it, when we talk about how, you know, it's not that bad. Well, yeah, if you lose, it, it, it's a loss. I, I, I can't think of any other sport where I said, where I walked off the court or walked off the field and said, well, you know, that's, you know, it's, it was me versus me anyway. And I, I was thinking, well, no, I've never thought that. I've, I've always thought, you know, I want the best team so I can learn how to beat the best and then become the best. That's just the way – that's the nature of the sport. 
and I don't think of any other sport having a different mentality, and I'm sure that we can say whatever we want when we compete, but getting your butt handed to you is a very nice way to get you more determined, more focused, and more motivated to become the best version of yourself. And I'm glad you could say it that way because it's not, I mean, there, there's, I don't think we need to associate hate or anger towards uh, another human being, but it's definitely an awakening. It's an alarm, alarm clock that's going off and basically challenging you to become a better version of what you can be as compared to what you thought was acceptable as good. Is that is that a good uh, rendition of what uh, what you were just talking about when you were walking on stage against Chris? Absolutely. Um, you know, uh, I, I actually put a post with him and I together uh, doing we were doing a tight tricep also on Instagram and and I and and my caption was uh, or you know I wrote if you want to be your best if you want to be better be with the best and that's exactly yes. how I said it. And uh, and then I said here at World Championships with World Champion Christopher O'Catch, and so that was um, you know that's how I that's how I see it. You know I I have no control. We all have no control over who shows up or how we're judged. It's just right. um, you're trying to be 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 the best version of you and beat the guy that you were last time you appeared on stage. And if you put the work in, you then have no regrets because you've done what you needed to do to be there, and that's that's the, that's all you can do. Uh, if you have if you take shortcuts and you don't look at it that way, then there would be regrets, at least in my mind. Yes. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, Sammy's a really great friend of mine. I just saw him uh, yesterday, Sammy Seth. And uh, <laughs> he, thanks for the reminder. He, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, he's a little wounded right yeah. now. I don't know if you know that or not. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so and I've I'm been working on it. He's, he's been coming in for some of my um, active release technique and uh, some of my Vulcan science so that uh, we can get him back up and running because I do compete with him as well. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for he's five years older than I am, so for five years um, – we are usually in the same category. Well, actually, now that I turned pro, not so much because he stayed amateur, but um, he's a great person. He's a great individual. Yes, he is. Yes. Yeah. And we've been chasing Sammy for a while now. I don't know if we'll ever catch him, but we keep trying. Um, and so, folks, <laughs> if you want to see a picture of Peter <laughs> with the top five from the – I did, and I posted it on uh, your on your link on the uh, P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin Facebook page. So it's posted in the comments if you want to check it out. So now I, I just want to hear about the whole experience in Greece in general. But you were talking about how um, you had competed in the Open Pro category because they didn't have a Masters category initially. But right before the show, you were sharing that they they whipped one together, and <laughs> so kind of kind of talk to us about that and and how that uh, and how all that went down. I mean, were you guys just standing backstage and they're like, all right, anybody who is this age and over, we're we're gonna try this, and here we go. Well, not not that's not exactly how it went. So it actually I was okay. actually kind of part of the impetus um, to this. So 
at registration the um, day before, uh, was it the day before or the morning of? Uh, it was the day before. Um, I was talking to Denny Kakos, and um, Denny asked me if I was happy. And I said, sure. I said, this is great. This is an unbelievable. I said, but why, why don't they have a Master Pro, at least a 40-plus? And, um, and, and so he went and talked to the uh, promoter of the show. I can't remember his name, unfortunately. Great guy um, from Greece. And, um, and, and, and in Europe, it is so different from here, the way that they have it set up. I'll just tell you uh, what, what, what a major difference is when they, they have a sheet with every category and they have um, that backstage and they literally have a time to the minute when that category is going on stage. And it went from 7 a.m. to 9.55 p.m. on time. So when wow. you, when you, we, right. So, so now that's how they do this in Europe. So when Denny approached him to ask him about adding a master pro category, because there were a number of us that were over 40, um, he just looked and shook his head and said, no, 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 can't do it, can't do it. And because the system's already set, you know, it was, that was it. But, but then um, I actually uh, made a comment. Uh, I had said, well, what about, if we go on as planned at 9:55 in the open pro and you judge us as open pros and those of us that are 40 plus, whatever placing we get in the open pro, then, you know, that would be the highest 40 plus would be first, the next, you know, and so on. And so that way you wouldn't be adding a category. You would just be judging basically one class and then you just looked at the ages. And so they, Apparently like that, and I, I didn't know how far that would go. And um, so Ken Ross was, of course, part of this too, right? He was he was trying to get that thing going. And so um, when we lined up for the Open Pro at 9:55 or prior to, I was under the assumption that that's how it was going to be run. But apparently, what they had done is they um, lined us up, and then they just pulled. They called the numbers of those that were master pros. And we came out of our lineup backstage and then filed on stage and did our uh, Master Pro category. And um, in this event, it was, uh, I think there were close to 350 competitors, I believe, or maybe, uh, maybe even more. I can't, I don't remember numbers. But because it was so big and they were trying to run it in one day, um, they decided that there would be no routines of any kind uh, all day. So every category was going to be judged real time, and you were going to go on. You were going to do your uh, symmetry round. You were going to do your mandatory. <clears throat> they would then pull out groupings. They would be happy with their uh, placing. They would call you back to the front of the stage, and then they would call out, um, okay, welcome to the finals contestant number, you know, and give five numbers go back to the curtain if you were in a top five, participation awards to everybody else, file off, close down for top five, award top five, end of class. So that's how they ran it. And so they did that, you know, all day. The only class that uh, did routines was classic physique because classic physique is supposed to be 50% of the scoring of your judgment. 
And so um, there were two categories, which I was also part of. Uh, I did, and it was, again, only an open division. So they did a under 175 centimeter, which I calculated to be 5.9. So I made it under that. And then um, over 175. And so the final five or top five in those two categories um, basically did a posing routine, but nobody else uh, did any kind of posing routine to stay on time and get the show done when it was supposed to be done. Wow, that is, I mean, and I'm just sitting here amazed that there were 350 competitors in the show of an international show from, and I don't, do you even know um, how many different countries were represented at this show? Uh, Yes, there were um, 40 countries. I think 39, 39 for sure, uh, but I've been saying 40, so about 40 countries represented. All right. So that's amazing to me because sometimes it's it's hard to even get, you know, 30 at a local show depending on, um, you know, the age of the show. So I think that just goes yeah. to speak to the, you know, just the quality and the caliber um, of what's taking place there. And so, and guys, if you if you are looking for the picture that I posted, you're probably going to have to go to the actual Facebook page um, because it's going to be in the comments of the post. That's the promo link. If you're just looking at the a link for the show tonight, you're not going to find it. So I would go check out the post on the P4P Real Talk with Bellazari and Kalen Facebook page and look in the comments, and then that's where you will see the photo of uh, – Dr. Peter and the uh, top five in the uh, pro open. And you're right, Dr. Peter, you do look like you might've been the uh, trophy for Christmas. I was the trophy he boy. He looks, yeah. he looks, well, you all look amazing. I mean, it's, it's really spectacular. Everyone just looks like they are on point, which brings me to my next question. So you're traveling internationally. How many days in advance did you show up? How did you manage your food? Um, to make sure that you came in looking full, I mean, that there weren't any mishaps with the nutrition that would have taken away from your physique, um, and, you know, and then dealing with the time change and all of that stuff. I mean, how did that come into play, you know, with your usual, um, I guess, process or, or whatever you, your normal program it is that you follow before you step on stage? being in a different well, country. Right. So my my biggest um, concern was the uh, jet lag because it's a 10-hour time difference. And, you know, I got to thinking that I, I this will be my sixth, uh, I think my fifth year out of sixth competing in the Natural Olympia. And I know all these teams that come over from Europe, from New Zealand, from Australia, from Asia, you know, I don't. I I think okay. I drove two hours, you know, three hours to Vegas. No big deal. But these guys have to really plan this out. So that was my biggest, uh, you know, concern. And um, with it being a ten-hour time difference, and if I would, um, you know, be so jet lagged that you know the day of the show, I would, I would, I would really feel it, and it would affect me. But. Um, so we went over, I took my family, and we flew, we, the show was Saturday, we flew uh, Tuesday evening, 
And um, we got there Wednesday evening because there's a 10 hour, we lose 10 hours. So we didn't get to Athens till Wednesday evening, uh, about 10, uh, 10 p.m. Stayed at the airport, drove to the venue on Thursday morning, which was about an hour and 20 minutes away. Beautiful venue right on the uh, one of the uh, Adriatic or Aegean Sea uh, in uh, Lutraki, Corinth. It was great. So um, my, my strategy was more to fight jet lag than anything else. And, you know, there's a number of things that you can do to do that, which I did. And um, I got there. And, and basically, in a nutshell, you, wanna, you want to try to get your biology on the time that you are going to as quickly as possible. And since we got there at night on Wednesday night, um, I went right to bed. I got up when I would normally get up. I went out and uh, in, into the sun, and I and I, you know, did all the things that I would do. I went into an infrared sauna to sweat out some of the toxins. Um, I wore compression tights for the flight. There's a number of things we could go into, but I did all of the things that I needed to do for the jet lag, and that worked tremendously well. So I actually um, arrived at the venue on Thursday, and I actually didn't feel like I skipped a beat. When it came to the food. Um, that was another bit of a challenge because um, I could not um, take a whole lot of things with me um, because your yeah. weight is limited, right, what you can carry with you. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I took a few things, um, but I was thinking, okay, this is Greece. They like chicken over there. I know that there's, I can get some chicken and I can get some rice there. and I can get some of this stuff. And, over here. Um, what's that? That's it over there, <laughs> over here. Oh. Oh, right. <laughs> Give me some chicken. Yeah. And, you got and it? So, <laughs> I don't have any right now. <laughs> but That's okay. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Yes, Anyways, I, 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 I saw Danny Kekos over there, and I asked him, because he had, he had been there for a couple of days, I said, you know, where can I get some food that is decent food? And and he just pointed me to a couple of different uh, uh, restaurants. So I, I literally utilized what was available there. Now I, now, I will confess and I will say that I'm a little nonconventional when it comes to prep for, you know, everything I've told you about in the past and the things that I do. So I don't worry about food quite as much as, as some competitors do. And I, I, I feel like I have to be 100% ready to compete the week before. And if I am, then I, you know, the rest of that week is just kind of fine-tuning and just coasting into the competition. Um, I actually did my last workout on Tuesday, the day I left for Greece uh, in the morning, and we left at night. And so I didn't do any working out of any kind. I did a little bit of stretching, a little bit of posing on the beach. But um, but that nice. was it. And <laughs> It, yeah, and and I've got some great pictures that I, uh, you know, I met a, 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 a competitor from the from Team India, and he had a professional photographer with him. So that was amazing. He approached me and and asked, you know, if 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 I would like to take some pictures with them, and I I it was great. So made a new friend and um, had some great pictures. So so it wasn't as it wasn't as tough for me as I thought. You know, being conditioned on stage, I felt like a million bucks. 
Um, I felt prepared. I felt like I would at any other show as far as my my prep and my stage uh, performance and my energy levels and everything else. Well, that's awesome. And just thanks for sharing because, you know, Kaylin and I try to talk more and more about competing internationally and encourage our uh, natty athletes out there to do so. So I always want to share experience from athletes who have done it with those who haven't, you know, to kind of nudge them in that direction. And I, I think it's just so exciting to be able to compete, compete internationally. And like you said, you made a new friend from team India. I mean, where else would you get that done if you don't have experiences like that? So I think that's great. And it looks like the uh, picture that I shared out on uh, Facebook is getting quite a bit of uh, chatter going. Dale says, wow. Shane says, uh, or asks, why do people want to use when you can look like that naturally? And you know what, Shane, that is a great question. I have no answer for you. (laughs) I mean, really, I think the way those athletes looked on stage kind of speaks for itself. Um, Brent wants to know, of the top five that were pictured in that photo, were they all Masters competitors? No, that was open. That was, I, okay. So everybody on stage was not yet born when I competed in my first show. Wow. That's amazing. So that is, um, yeah. So actually the guy from Germany, so, so you've got, uh, I, I, and I, I, unfortunately I can't open up for some reason, I can't find you on Facebook because I want to know what picture it was. What what is uh, what picture is it? It's um it's uh, yeah, five of you. Your your center stage. Yep, everybody looks like they're doing their or you're doing an overhead abdominal. It looks like. Oh yeah yeah. And, okay uh, Chris yeah. I is, that one Chris before, is sure. standing right next to you. Yep. Yeah. Um. Okay. I know. Yeah. I know that that picture for sure. So um, so so Christopher is from Kenya. Um, uh, second place was uh, Tommy Thompson from the U.S. He was him and I were two teammates uh, who I had gotten a chance to meet the night before. Great guy. He uh, came in second, and of course in the National Olympia he came in second to Rob Carey, and Christopher oh, wow. came in third in the Open Pro. So two of the three Open Pros in the National Olympia were on stage there, and so. Nice. Uh, they were first and second. Third place, I don't remember his name. He's the African-American younger, let me think, he's he's as short as I am, and uh, he's yes. from Ghana, okay? And I don't know what Ghana is, um, and I don't know if that's African or not, uh, but he's from Ghana. Yeah. Um, fourth place is, I believe, the guy on the end, he is um, from Germany. So that uh, Germany got okay. fourth, and then um, I got fifth. Awesome. Yeah, so it was an international lineup, um, you know, that uh, was there, and there were, you know, other. Uh, my my good friend, who who now I consider a good friend, Francisco from it from Italy, um, he is not pictured there. Uh, he competed in the master. He competed in the open and master pro. And um, so we had Italy on stage, we had Australia on stage, we had um, other countries on stage. So it was a, a great awesome. international lineup. Yes. Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I mean, just a great cross-section of competitors from around the world. Um, this next question is from Carl. 
And I'll throw this out to uh, both you, Dr. Peter and Kaylin, because you've both uh, been in the judge's chair. He wants to know, how do you decide who looks best in a group such as this? Um, well, Kaylin, do you want to take that one first? Yeah, I'll, I'll go first with that one because uh, okay. it, it, it's, it's a good question. It's very valid. Um, the, the best thing about it is that there's criteria. And the, with the criteria, it's, it's hard to mess up when there's a format, basically, of rules of what's expected for the competitors, uh, for the lineup, for their symmetry, muscle size, muscle bellies, uh, how it all matches up, uh, how well they do their posing. So, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a format that the judge has to go by to keep from messing things up. It's not just uh, who looks best out there. It's basically how they present, how they represent, and what they're doing. So um, there's a lot of things that the judge has to do. And Des and I have said it many times, because we've, we've sat in the judge's seat, that sometimes we'd hate to have to uh, judge that group because it's just you'd have to nitpick so much. I mean, it's so many things you'd have to basically get down to the wire picking at that it takes it takes some time and you feel like you're taking too long. There's a lot of pressure to get it right. But, you know, that's that comes with being a judge. And if you've uh had any time on stage, you know that that's the best way to go about it. Take your time, make sure you get it right and make sure the people are placed where they should be. Uh, what do you think, Bruce? Yeah, so and I'll give you the European version because Europe uh the judging so the format is probably very similar as far as what Kalen just mentioned, but they have seven judges and they also have a judge on stage with a microphone. And, and I, I don't know for a fact, but my assumption is that um, because there are so many non-English speaking competitors, uh, even at a European show with so many different countries, that he's kind of more like an expediter on stage as well. And, so when the head judge will call numbers for groupings, this judge uh, will get us in order really quickly because he understands English. And um, so other than that, and, and, and in Europe, you can um, have a request. In other words, uh, judge number one would like to see competitors number seven and nine in front of him. And then you do poses for judge number one. And then judge number seven would like, so unlike here where, you know, you just will line, it, a judge will have a request to the head judge. <clears throat> the head judge will then call the numbers and come to the center of the stage. But in Europe, they, each judge is entitled to have you right in front of him and put you through some poses and all seven judges can do that. So, uh, so it's, it's, it's an interesting um, vibe and it, uh, it actually worked really well. In that, in that regard, as far as communication, because when you have that many countries competing and uh, there were a lot of people that didn't understand English, and at the Natural Olympia, um, it's all done in English, and there is no judge on stage. And so from my experience competing there, all of those non-speaking competitors, when they call a pose, when a head judge calls a pose in a lineup, you could tell who's non-English speaking because we all will start the pose, and then they will be a couple seconds behind us looking and mimicking what we're doing. So uh, that's the difference between uh, the, you know, Europe and, and the in the in the states as far as 
that style of judging. But what Kaylin said as well, um, muscle symmetry, muscle balance, muscle separation, conditioning, muscle density, you know, uh, all go hand in hand. And we're all bodybuilders. And like I said, there's also some pictures of me and Christopher. um, Because when we came out in finals, uh, for the finals, we came out numerically. So the reason I'm in the middle is because I was contestant number 183, and I believe he was number uh, 184. And so that's how we ended up in the middle. And and I was trying to find one of the judges before we went on stage to bribe him to, so I wouldn't have to stand next to Christopher, but apparently that didn't work. So I just um, – and, and, I, and I will tell you one funny story. If you get to see the picture of him and I doing a last spread together, that, that is the most um, – the funniest picture because he's, he's as wide as he is tall. And as soon as we got done with that pose, I have a video of this, I tapped him on the elbow, and I, and I looked up at him, and I said, Christopher, stop it. You're blocking all the light. They can't see me. And, and that just broke the ice, and it was, it was fun from there. <laughs> so it was uh, awesome. it was it was good. We all got to know each other backstage, you know, before we went on. And um, uh, the gentleman from Germany didn't speak much English. Uh, Christopher did. Um, the guy from Ghana, I don't think I don't know if he did or not. I didn't I didn't uh, get a chance to find out. But um, but we all it was a great uh, it was a, it was a great group and 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 you know. One of the highlights for me personally was when I was called to the top five, those guys back there, they were, I think they were happier for me than I was for me because they kind of welcomed me into the club and um, it was, um, it was awesome. It was, it was probably a highlight, you know, for me for the show. Well, that is amazing, and and you know, I guess I'm stealing from uh, one of our listeners here because Belinda says these guys look amazing. Lacey is chiming in with, "I'm really in awe of how phenomenal a natural body can look with years of hard work." Yeah, like what Belinda said, it's amazing, Lacey. Um, Paul says, "Couldn't a vacation also include a competition?" Hey, Paul, if that's a vacation to you, then yes, sir, it most definitely can. And I feel like some of the recap picks that I saw from other athletes that were competing in the show as well took some time to take in the sights and have a little R&R. So it definitely can be a uh, (laughs) competition and vacation all in one if that's your cup of tea. Um, Guys, I know that Dr. Peter kind of, shared as many of the names of the competitors in that um, photo as he could. I'm going to, I'm actually working on now, I don't know how quickly I'll get it, but trying to get a, uh, a full list of all of the complete names and the countries that they're from so I can add it to the Facebook post along with that photo. So you may have to check back for it, but I will try to get it as soon as I can. So know that that is coming um, here is a question from Carla. She's saying, is judging time to keep the show flowing or are they allowed to take the right amount of time to get it right? I'm a little confused as to what Kaylin was talking about. So I guess this is coming back to Kaylin, your earlier comments related to judging and then Dr. Peter talking about the European format where everything is like 
on time and moving um, well, precisely let me, in the amount of time that they had laid out. Right. Let, let me. I'll, let me. Um, I'll, I'll jump on that one real quick to to kind of clear it up maybe a little bit because what they yes. did included in that time and it it literally started at 7 a.m. and they actually had to add categories. They started the show Friday night when they it was only supposed to be a one day show. It was supposed to be just Saturday and they did three hours on Friday from six to nine um, for some categories. And then they, and then they started at 7 a.m. and had it all lined up every minute uh, for every category of, of when they're going on until 9:55 PM, which is when we went on. And, but what they did was they added coffee breaks in about every hour, a 15 minute coffee break. And so if they found they were getting a little behind, they would either skip the coffee break or cut the coffee break short so that they always started on time when the coffee break should have ended and vice versa. If they were ahead of schedule, they would take the coffee break and it would be a little extended coffee break, maybe 25 minutes. So it's those coffee breaks that they used throughout the day. And I don't honestly remember without looking at the schedule, it looked like it was probably about every maybe hour and a half or so where they could either catch up or take a little bit longer break so that they would stay on time when the coffee break was supposed to end. That was when you were going on. And, and, and then all the categories after that until the next coffee break, you know, were, were almost perfectly on time until the next coffee break. So that was kind of how they were able to maintain, you know, their judging properly as far as making decisions yeah. and, um, and, 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 and being efficient uh, with their time as well. Okay, very so good. I, so hopefully that helps. Can I, can I jump in? You can jump. Jump away. Yeah, um, one of the things that I, I, I'd like to say is no sh- no show is, is, is planned without uh, proper judging. Um, they, they want that. That's, that's one of the – that's paramount. That's one of the, the biggest things that – if you want to have a good show, have great judging, and, and you're going to have a great show. Uh, so I don't I don't want anyone to think that shows are rushed or, or you know, I, I, I don't think I've ever sat in a judge's seat and someone sat beside me going, come on, come on, come on, what's taking so long? Uh, it, it's usually just the opposite. You know, is everyone okay with the, the decision? You know, are the, are the numbers where, where they're supposed to be? You know, recheck your work, uh, make sure that you're getting this correct. Uh, I think I, I might have misstated or, or said it incorrectly, but I don't want anyone to think that anyone has ever pressured me or anyone else that I've seen uh, and, and judge a seat to hurry up and get it out so we can, you know, keep the show running as as it's supposed to be. I mean, the biggest thing is that you have people that have spent many, many months on stage and they've done phenomenal jobs with their physiques and bodies. It's a mental toll, it's a physical toll, and you want to get it right. Every judge that sits in the judging seat wants to get it right. Whether they, you know, do or don't, that that's, you know, up for another discussion. But they, everybody that sits there wants to get it right, and you have the time necessary to do so. And that's basically fixed into the format of a show. So if, if I said it and I caused confusion, I apologize. That's All right, and there you have it. So I don't know. I think you might have shared with us that, 
I'm not recalling, so I'm going to ask forgiveness. But if you did, or even if you or or if you didn't, please let us know how you finished in the uh, two categories that you uh, were judged in. Yeah, sure. Um, so um, they they did decide to add a master professional category. Like it, I, I don't remember if I said that on air or not, but at, the, at kind of the last minute, and so. That was a 40-plus category, and um, that went uh, that went really well. I it was a one-point decision. You know, there's seven judges, so it was um, between uh, two of us, and I was lucky enough to be one of those two that was vying for the uh, uh, first place. It was uh, me and another uh, athlete uh, named Francisco, who we became great friends as well. He brought his entire family and his, his wife and three kids, as I did as well, my, my wife and two kids. So we hit it off, and uh, we competed head-to-head, and we had a great time. And it uh, was a one-point decision. He got four first-place votes, and I got three. Uh, so he got uh, first, and I came in second in the, um, in the category. Um, our friend Ken Ross actually came in third. So uh, you guys know Ken, Ken. and uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ken, Ken, Ken made it up there, and then uh, in the open division, um, I, as you see the picture, I did make the finals, which I was extremely excited for because, you know, <clears throat> my anticipation was uh, to just be on stage with those professionals and and those open professionals that, and like I stated earlier, I mean, giants both literally, as you can see in the picture, and figuratively in the sport of professional natural bodybuilding, uh, two of the top three from the Olympia, Rob Carey was the only one not there in the top three, uh, were there competing. And the German um, competitor, he had won the, I believe, the European or the German title just this year. And um, uh, Tommy Thompson, well, he was he was one of those and so I was amongst giants, and um, I, I was able to make finals and came in uh, fifth. So I was extremely excited. Very nice. Now, I know a lot of our listeners are wanting to see more photos from this competition, which you posted <laughs> the majority of them on um, Instagram and not on Facebook. So if you can let them know how to find you on Instagram, that would sure. be fantastic. Yeah, on Instagram, I'm. Uh, it's just simple. It's Doctor Dr. Dot, and then my name Peter, and then C I C H O N S K I, and uh, you can really see the. Um, the, 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 the picture that I thought was the picture of the competition. Actually, others thought the same with uh, Christopher and I doing the last spread together. And literally, his waist is up to my uh, chest in that picture, and it's uh, pretty amazing. So, uh, you know, I am looking for the last spread one, but I am not seeing. Oh, wait, maybe there it is. There it is. Yeah, his elbow is like above your shoulder. <laughs> In your neck. <laughs> you see that picture? I see it. I wish I could pull it down. Um, if I were using my phone, I could probably get it done. But I'm looking at a 
on a computer screen and I, I just can't steal it from Instagram like I can other places. So, you know, yeah. I, I got it. I got it. I'll get it over there. You got it. All right. Are you going to post it in the comments of the post, Kaylee? Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> Isn't that a, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, you Isn't guys that are crazy. Yeah, All right, well, let let us know when you've got it out there, because I know everybody's yeah. going to want to check that out. And so oh, I know, and I know, Dr. Peter, we wanted to get to um, a topic that you have been writing on for Iron Man magazine, um, but I'm thinking we're going to have to schedule that for another show if you're willing to join us, because we've only got about to. a couple minutes left, tend to be sure, but that is your light diet, and uh, we had touched on a little bit of how light can impact your body. Um, I think the story alludes to muscle development, recovery, and all that kind of stuff. So I definitely want to make sure we get to that, but we're not even going to be able to scratch the surface in the 10 minutes that we have. So, you know, hopefully we can. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. And and my, um, so the next issue of Iron Man should be, I believe it's coming out in about four weeks, uh, middle of next month. And, um, so this is the article that I've written for the that issue of the magazine, and um, so yeah, we can either we can touch on it either just prior to or just after it comes out, and maybe when, yeah. when people can see it and get um, a chance to maybe read it and and may raise questions about it, and I could be um, answering some of those questions that people have after they. Read it. That's why I sent you the transcript of just part of it. That's only a, a part of of, of the uh, transcript. But uh, but we can ask, that would actually probably be a better idea when people can kind of read it, digest it, and get a little um, you know and that would raise some questions. As far as yeah, uh, I definitely know. I definitely love that plan. So folks, you heard it here. Um, Take a look. If you don't have the April issue of Iron Man magazine, I'm sure you can still grab a copy um, at a Barnes and Noble or someplace like that. If you can't, you can order one online. But definitely get ready to look for this next article that uh, Dr. Peter had just referenced that is coming out in uh, about three weeks or so. And uh, we will definitely get him back on the show so everyone will have a chance to um, read it and then be able to have their questions ready for clarification or what have you and go from there. And uh, also, okay, guys, so I know Kaylin sends out the link to the show to a lot of folks out there. So if you click on that link to try and find the pictures that we're talking about, you're not going to find it there. So we need you to go to Facebook and actually go to the P4P Real Talk with Desiree and Kaylin page, and we will have a post there with the uh, information for tonight's show. Um, you'll see Dr. Peter on there. And if you go to the comments, that's where you'll be able to find the photos that Kaylin and I um, and Dr. Peter have been talking about tonight. And you, you do have to check it out because this last spread <laughs> really is amazing. I have to say, though, you, you, I don't know if you want to hear this, but you look cute as a button right there in that pose. Just a smile on your face. You are just like, I am so happy to be here. <laughs> And it I was, was amazing, it was but awesome. cute all at the same time. Yeah, yeah I, <laughs> definitely. I, I, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was great. I mean, it. It was again competing over there, competing against giants. I mean, I was just had a big smile on my face the whole time, and um, 
you know, I've been doing this for, you know, almost 40 years competing. So I, I, I just embrace it as, as, uh, you know, you're meeting new people, new friends, and we're all like-minded. We, when you're, when you're a lifetime natural athlete or you're a natural athlete competing, you have a lot in common with, with your fellow competitors. And so we do, so we compare notes, no matter what country we're from, we just love the opportunity to um, reunite at these large competitions and, um, and compare notes. So it's, it's just amazing. That is awesome. That is awesome. I mean, and I think that has to be, you know, one of the best advantages of being able to compete internationally and get, and again, such a, a wide cross section of athletes is to compare notes because processes can be so different. I mean, even, you know, from state to state, city to city, but then to take all of that, you know, combined knowledge from athletes around the world and apply that to what you're doing, I think that really only has to make you a stronger competitor. Absolutely, and a lot of friends, too. And, and, and I literally have friends from probably 25 countries from my experiences. And, I mean, we, we can communicate on Facebook because there's translator. When we're in person sometimes, if there's no translator, yes. we can just – a smile is universal. Everybody understands. And we, we gesture, and we just um, we just know – how we feel towards each other. And it's, uh, you know, it's just great. It's a great, uh, like my friend Francisco, I mean, from Italy, we just, we just had the best weekend, even though we competed head to head against each other. um, And and we both beat each other once, which was uh, interesting, right. And in, in the categories we competed in. So we, we, we just, um, but on my Instagram, there is a post of the of us standing together, and and I did make anybody that goes over to my Instagram will see five photos of of, of him and I. First four are on stage, and the last one is the next day after with him, his wife, me, and my wife. You know, just embracing and and you know that's it was just a cool picture, and so uh, awesome. Yep, I can see it. That's the spirit of the, um, you know, of the competition. We we met each other a couple of days prior to the competition. We we hung out. They knew English, fortunately. I knew no Italian, so that was that was okay. And um, we just now have a bond. Um, and same thing with Christopher Ocatch. He he made a post today, and I don't know if you he's he's the underscore three and one Chris is that that's his Instagram handle and. He did a post today that said, "Do you bench press?" And then you and he shows him bench pressing, and then you slide over one, and he's got a little koala bear in the mouth of a massive crocodile, um, bench pressing his jaw open. And so I had to comment to Christopher on that one. I said, "I said, Christopher, that looks like me in your mouth trying to bench press you." <laughs> and so you know, so he's just made great friendships. Um, Ever ever since, and 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 they'll carry forward. So I, I highly very good. Um, yeah, it's 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 just a it's an amazing experience. Not only the um, competition, but to be able to travel. And um, we made a vacation of it for two weeks, and um, we had ten days after the fact to see three different islands and, and different places in Greece, and you know had an amazing experience. Uh, um, but on both ends, oh, front on. end and the back end. Oh, oh, yep. Hold on, guys. I got to get this one in there because uh, people are over at the, his Instagram now. 
And they're saying, does uh, Dr. Pete like standing next to Giants? What a snack, King Kong and Godzilla. <laughs> so uh, what, what do you think, Kings, King Kong and Godzilla next time, Dr. Pete? If you want to be better, be with the best. That's all I can say. <laughs> That's right. Right? Be with the that biggest, is be right. with the best. That, that's, yes, sir. It, it literally it has. So I, I'm part of the. We call ourselves in the 50 plus category, the wolf pack. The faster the lead wolf runs, the faster the pack runs. So every nobody wants to be left behind. I got a new True. wolf pack that I'm trying to catch up to, and so that's motivated me. And so I've got my okay guys. Don't my old wolf pack is my main wolf pack, but this this was that experience of being, you know, running with the wolf pack just to be better and to catch, you know, those guys. So, you know, if you want to be, if you want to be better, be with the best. Awesome. Awesome. I like that. And that, and that is so true. And if you guys want to find uh, Christopher Oketch on Facebook, his last name is spelled O-K-E-T-C-H. So thanks for uh, letting us know how to find him on Instagram. Otherwise I had no idea how to find him. On Facebook, oh, but anybody wanted to check him out, and he yep, is a gentle you can giant. find him there. He is, he is great. And if you look down at some of his posts, you'll see that I chimed in on a, on a number of, of, especially the recent ones since I've met him, because we kind of banter a little bit back and forth now. And um, he's just a he's just a gentle giant. He's a great guy. Very That's awesome. Tommy Thompson All right, from guys. The US. Oh. And we got to look for him, too. So check him out. And I'm going to look for those names. So if you come back and visit our Facebook page from time to time um, and at least like that post, you should get updates of when we uh, post anything new there. So check that out. And um, we have got, like, three minutes left on the show. So, Kaylin, last thoughts from you. Well, I I think if uh, all those guys did snickerdoodle, they'd do a lot better on stage. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I'm glad they didn't. <laughs> but I did do my chocolate uh, espresso beans, and I think that's why I made top five. There you go. And that was my secret <laughs> chocolate covered espresso beans. That that definitely was chocolate. Um, my, that is gonna love that. <laughs> chocolate right there. All right, Dr. Peter. So thanks so much for sharing your experience with Greece and opening our eyes to some new competitors because we are always looking to uh to to learn more and meet more and we will talk to you in a couple of weeks once the next Iron Man magazine is out and we are going to dive into the light diet so i am excited about that i love learning new stuff so i'm ready some another some, another <laughs> yeah. of my secrets yes reveal right. yep that's right that's right all right so have a fantastic night woo Wow, I, I I just love that. I love hearing about his whole experience and just the ins and outs of it all. And this is definitely a show for the bucket list, I think, Mr. O'Kellen O'Patterson. And there you go. <laughs> all right. So I feel like we already have our uh, snickerdoodle shot out for tonight. Um, I'm going to yes, go on a run here and say uh, – Hashtag cute as a button. And on behalf of all the buttons out there, Karen <laughs> Patterson, myself, and the boys from P4P Muscle, your body is a temple. So let's build it. With Snickerdoodle. <laughs>